let me pull up my notes. Yeah, that's fair. Welcome to Descent into Badness, the show where I watch a movie every week with someone else in the room. Hey, listen. That's fair. I tried. I tried my best to engage with the movie, and I was watching the majority of it, but, like, we're hitting the wall. I'm hitting the wall. I shouldn't say we. I'm hitting the wall. It's very hard to engage with this movie. You were watching for the most of the movie? You were playing Seven Days to Die and also organizing a bookshelf. First of all, I stopped playing within the first act, and second of all, I can watch a movie while organizing a shelf. Anyway, here's my first note. Go ahead and label me whatever you like. That's what the opening song says. Go ahead and label me whatever you like. Oh, yeah. That does not relate to any of the themes in the movie. Yeah, it really doesn't. Honestly, I think the opening song most relates to Kendra, who very clearly cares about her appearance but does not give a shit what other people think of her. Yeah, all except that take. Um, The announcer, the the voice of the announcer at school, sounds like the same voice as the teacher that Kyle is having sex with. It might be. Yeah, it might be. Um, When he calls the entire school ugly, the only thing I could think of was that if it were my high school, he would have been given detention. Almost certainly, yeah. And then I immediately followed up with... Actually, no, he wouldn't get, be given detention because he was popular, but if I did that, I would be given two days suspension. Huh. Remember I that one like... guy, a kid, one, remember that one time in high school a kid started punching me and then the moment I punched him back, I got suspended for a week? No, I don't, but. Yeah, I got that suspended sucks. for a week. Um, their parents called the police on me. I had to go to an intervention. And then at the intervention, the people said, so wait, by your own admission, he, he was acting in self-defense? And then the, the, the other kid said, yes. And then the people said, why are you here? Yeah, they, they basically said, why are you here? So I guess, I guess my, my point here is that Mrs. McHugh's go jump off of a cliff. Like, actually go kill yourself. You should not be putting fucking 15-year-olds through that shit. When you need to discipline your children. Okay. Um, I will say, I don't I don't think popularity so much affected shit like that at my high school, but I genuinely have no idea. No, it, it genuinely did. Like, you could not... Like, like, I had a bottle of water, right? And I'm at the performing arts thing because I'm doing the thing with band. And and you can't bring water into into the area because like it's it's a theater, you know. Mm-hmm. So so I'm just standing outside and I'm finishing my water and I'm getting yelled at because it's like, how dare you disrespect me by trying to finish that water in my presence? What? Yeah. So as so, opposed to what? Yeah. So they're like, yeah, you can't bring the water in, and I'm like, okay, and then I just start chugging the water. What? Yeah, that's. That would be my response as well. Yeah, and then I got yelled at for that. Like, motherfucker, there's two options here. And then the teacher tried to give me detention later. What What the fuck was wrong with your high school? Uh, Like I said, you can't get away with shit when you're not popular. 
wild. Because why become an educator to educate people when you could become an educator to satiate your authoritarian ego? Yeah. I will say, so... Mr. Corgan, it's a wonder you still have a job. Wow, you're just calling out teachers. Should I be censoring their names? No. Okay. They deserve it. Cool. Um, so... Fuck, what was I going to say? Oh, right. We saw a YouTube video while we were scrolling through yesterday that was, uh, grading is bad and motivation is fake. And I watched it today and it fucking slapped. It was a really good video. That's good. Because it was by an English professor who, like, actually knows how to professor. Twas amazing. Alright, my next note. My next note is... Sorry, my phone just killed itself for a moment. Um, what's that piercing on Kendra's tattoo? It's a really weird place for a piercing. She has, like, here pierced her temple or whatever. Yeah. She has a bit of metal there. That's a very weird place for a piercing. I feel like people have piercings there. It's a very weird place for a piercing. It's like a little bit higher than an eyebrow piercing, It is a weird place for a piercing. Yes. I'm not disagreeing. I'm just saying I feel like I have seen people before with piercings there. I have seen Kendra, and I have seen the people with 200 facial piercings. That is, yeah. I think they were going for an eyebrow piercing, but they didn't, like, look into that at all. No, you can't- you don't fuck up an eyebrow piercing that bad. You make the active choice to pierce their temple instead of their eyebrow. Because if they wanted an eyebrow piercing, then they would have done the most sensical thing, which is to pierce her eyebrow. Yes. You- I do not think that you can be that incompetent, because to think that an eyebrow piercing equates to piercing your temple is... I think that is... I think I just don't know what we're talking about, honestly. You don't remember her piercing. Okay, so she has her tattoo here, right? Yeah. She has a piercing on her tattoo right here. That's really weird. Yeah. I'm gonna look up a picture. And to to put a piercing there, if the goal was to give her an eyebrow piercing, you'd have to fundamentally not only never have looked up an eyebrow piercing, but you would have to not understand what an eyebrow is. Um, next note is, there are two people wearing the same outfit that appears to be a school uniform, which is weird because their school doesn't have uniforms, also they look like flight attendants. Wait, what? There are two people that have the same outfit, and it appears to be a school uniform, which is weird because their school doesn't have uniforms, also they look like flight attendants. Fascinating. Okay. That is a good point. I Why don't they have school uniforms? What is this, 1984? Yes? Uh, no, I'm saying that they would only have school uniforms if it was 1984. In reference to the year or the book... Both can be correct answers, just saying. The time of day. Um, uh, <laughs> the opening of the movie continues to be annoying. Yeah, yeah, it does. 
Um, I'm going to start tallying who's taking notes because I'm not getting paid enough for this, as is. This is fair. Um, there's a girl walking down the hallway, and I said, holy shit, is she wearing a romper in the year of our Lord 2010? I don't think I know what a romper is. You don't know what a romper? I'll look up a picture of a romper for okay. you. Speaking of you not getting paid enough, uh, I could just buy you food. <laughs> I bought food today. Okay, I so, did notice that, yeah. So this is, uh, no, none of these are good rompers. Here's a good example of a romper. Like, this is what people mean when they say rompers. Oh, whack. Yeah, that's a romper. I'm getting a lot of ads for men's floral rompers and men's flamingo rompers. Strange. Interesting. It's very form-fitting. They really like zooming in on this model's butt. Understandable. Um, holy shit, is that... Okay, um... Kendra gets too close to his mouth when Kyle asks her out. Huh. I have not noticed this, but I believe you. Imagine being Zola and having to scrub white walls and white everything. Oh god. Oh no, please. (laughs) Let's talk about the color symbolism here. White. Yep, that's, that's it. They sure are white. That's not the symbolism for white here. I know, but... (laughs) Everything is white because it is untouched by dirt. And untouched by love. No, it's untouched by dirt and uncleanliness because they are rich. That's the symbolism. Yes? They're rich, it's all white. Yeah. Those were... None of those were the correct answer. None of what? None of your none of your answer none of your responses when I said let's talk about the color symbolism for white I mean, were correct. Well yeah, but I don't I don't think we needed more symbolism of it being like it's it's white because they're rich. I I don't I don't think that was so much symbolism as just a choice that someone made. And regardless of whether that choice was made with the intentional symbolism of the color in mind, it just so happens to work out that everything is white and that matches the symbolism. And also, symbolism and tropes are so ingrained into our culture and our story writing that it's a subconscious decision to make the set all white because they are rich. Because that is generally understood to be, we can make a modern house white, and that shows that you are upper class. That is just ingrained into us. I don't even know what to fucking look up to try and fix this goddamn issue with the microphone. It only seems to happen during this show. Um, couldn't tell ya. Did the thing about the Mayan drummers get cut out? I don't know. You didn't play anything back. Yeah, but I think the last thing that got recorded was uh, talking about how it's been ingrained in our society. There's a smoke machine by the stage where the Mayan drummers are playing. Yeah. That's it. That was the whole thing. Anyway. Moving on, back. <laughs> yeah. I don't... Yeah. That was just a remark I... Anyway, um, Lindy watches Sloane berate Kyle with her mouth open the whole time. Huh. All of these are observations without value. 
only yeah. to approve the photo before it runs. That's what Kyle says after he has his photo taken. What they a- harken back to that later in the film when he's checking his email, and it is a picture of him standing next to Lindy. And if you read the subject line, it says, Subject photo for your approval. Huh. Months after the dance. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. Mm-hmm. Seven Days to Die seems more interesting than watching this. I mean, most things are more interesting than watching Beastly. Um, what's with her? Pretty meh. <laughs> That's a line from the movie with uh, Kyle and his friend. Is that what he says? Is it pretty meh? Yeah, so so Kyle's talking to his friend, and his friend says, uh, What's with her? And he says, pretty meh. Huh. I would not have thought that they would have used meh in a... No, they did. They say meh. I was about to say we've said it so many times that it's stopped being a word, but no, it's also not really a word. No, we don't say meh anymore. We just say eh. Yeah. We say eh. Meh takes too much effort. Eh. It's just eh. Yeah, soon we'll have it down to just... If, if anyone watching this is going to like make an animated clip of that, um, rather than writing E-H, I want you to just do the uh, I-P-A. Just want you to do the uh, fucking IPA for eh. <laughs> what is the IPA for eh? I think it might be A attached to E. Potentially. It's not upside down E. No, that would be the schwa. That would be ah. Yeah. I legitimately think it's A attached to E. Potentially. Um, best embrace the suck. She doesn't need any fucking incantations. She just says best embrace the suck. That's how she casts her spell. Bold of you to assume that Best Embrace the Suck is not an incantation. It might be. Something about belief. I mean, when you think about it, the phrase Embrace the Suck is so nonsensical that, I mean, it only makes sense that it must be a magical incantation. Um, something about belief. That was a no. Because you had the question, do you think the story is written around the songs like Glee, or do you think that they just added the score? Yeah. That just, like, popped into my head very quickly, and I was like, this would be funny. And and then it went nowhere, because it's very obviously they just shoved pop songs in wherever they possibly could. Um, boys asking me for hookups despite knowing that I'm ace is always cringe as shit. Didn't you block this person, like, three times? Yes. Yikes. Yeah. Someone recommend... I I was like, I'm tired of guys trying to get into my pants, and then someone said, shove your pants down their throat, and then I was like... Not That's... That's not helpful or productive or comforting to tell somebody. You can just say, wow, that sucks, I'm sorry, that's really gross of them. Instead, just try that. Just try it next time. Next time someone's actively complaining about something that's emotionally draining for them, just try being sincere. I guarantee it'll work better. However, you could also say, rip out their throats, and then I'd be like, I could rip out their throats. Yeah, I was gonna say, have you considered killing them? (laughs) Yeah, have you considered murder? Yeah. Only a little. I see. We'll talk about this after the podcast. No. (laughs) Um, 
the transitions are just annoying are just annoying after all this time. There are some there, there are, are some cuts that are just is... a little bit jarring that the more you see them, the worse they get, yeah. This is specifically after he gets transformed and we have like ten fade transitions. Mm-hmm. And they're fading in over each other, and it's a montage, and it's very annoying, and it lasts for ten seconds, and it adds nothing. That's the time skip, isn't it? Mm-hmm. They don't need to yeah. have the time skip last that long. Um, they wanted to have a montage, though. What's Zola up to? You know... I think Zola has been uh, practicing video editing, which, like, in 2010 was a lot harder to get into. But, you know, she she's good at her best. Uh, certainly she's already a better editor than Josh Lee Kwai, although that's not really a high bar. Um, I still think my favorite joke I've ever made, and I think my favorite joke from the past three days is the dramatic Indian soap opera editing. Yeah... Um, he he is sitting on a space heater. Oh no, that's not good. That's gotta hurt. Potentially. How else can he keep his buns nice and toasty? Mm, yeah. I remember in elementary school, I'd play this game, which was, how long can I touch the space heater? That sounds like something you would do. Like five seconds. Yeah. Maybe longer than five seconds a few times. Hmm. Can touch it longer if you wear gloves. <laughs> yeah. I went to a very old school building. Hmm. We had very old space heaters built into the fucking walls and shit. Neat. Um, Invite me right in for a hot cup of dad's sauce. Parentheses. Come. Wild. Will says that. That's not what he says. He says dad's sauce. He wants to give Kyle's dad a blowjob. He says dad sucks. He wants his dad to suck with his dick. He wants to give Robert Kingston a blowjob. Yeah. I mean, it's a much better movie, obviously. Yeah, it's a much better movie if Will and Rob fuck. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I can't get over how shitty he is to Will at first. Yeah. He is just... Honestly, he's kind of shitty to Will the whole time. (laughs) But... At least toward the end, he's being shitty unintentionally, it seems. I feel like the first time is very intentionally shitty because he leaves Will standing in the doorway, like... Yeah, I imagine Will must be getting paid very, very well because otherwise he probably would have fucking left. Because that shit was real awful. Um... Ligma. Is that so? Ligma. Mm-hmm. That's it. That is the note. Ligma. I see. Please make it... Excuse me. I burped. 
please make it end. Please, me at this podcast. Yeah. So at the Halloween party, how does Sloane even manage to hear him? It's like Sloane. And she, like, she hears him over the music and the crowd and the guy sucking on her chest. Yeah, that... I only know how loud two of those things are. So I imagine... I imagine it's not exactly easy to hear at all. I mean, maybe he's doing a really shit job of sucking on her chest, so she's just, like, paying attention to everything around her to distract from the fact of, like, how awful this foreplay is. Hmm. The Lindy scene really drags on. Everything about Lindy kind of just drags on. There's a Verizon building by the bridge, and I don't know if this is sponsored. Like, they get a clear shot of a bridge and a skyline, and you can clearly see a Verizon building. Is it, like, a skyscraper? Or yes. Okay. But the logo is the only splash of color in the shot. Like, you can clearly see the Verizon building. Potentially it's a sponsorship? Um... Yeah, I don't know. I think they would be using their phones a lot more if it were sponsored by Verizon, though. Well, unless it's a small sponsorship. Who knows? We also don't get a zoom-in on any of their phones and the logos on their phones, so maybe it's not. Um, how did Will lose his sight? He mentions it, and then we never get to find out. Not that that really matters, though. I, I assumed it was just sort of like a natural process rather than like a traumatic event. The way he phrases it makes it sound like it was a traumatic event. Because it's it's not like he he's legally blind, it looks like he's completely blind. Yeah. Like like I I will admit here that I don't know enough to know whether or not it is possible for someone to like spontaneously go blind without like a traumatic event. I mean, I guess it depends on your definition of the word trauma, but... Anyway, oh my god, the photo in his email of Lindy was the photographer asking for approval because he specified he needed approval for the photo. Wild. Wait, that was this much later? Yes. Whoa. (laughs) What a callback to make. Yeah, why did... Like, I... I understood when you said earlier that it was, like, later, but I did not realize it was this much later. It is that much later. Maybe he's just looking back at the email. Either that or that's one incompetent photographer. The scene of him walking around town goes nowhere until he stalks Lindy. Another better scene of somebody walking around New York is from the movie Basket Case, where the lead runs through New York naked, hanging dong, and they clearly didn't have any authorization for the shot. So they're trying to record this as late at night as possible, because they need their shot of the lead running through New York naked, barefoot. Wild. Yeah, but... Why? (laughs) Why? Because it's the movie Basket Case. It's a good movie. I see. It's a good movie if you like bad movies. I bad mean, movies with value. I was going to say, as referenced by this podcast, I do. I okay, do like so there movies. are bad movies, and then there are bad movies that have value to them. 
every old slasher movie is a bad movie with value to it. Hmm. How does he know where Lindy lives? I mean, he has, like, a piece of paper. Although, that just raises, like, further questions, because presumably that piece of paper is, like, the address or, like, a map to the address written down. But, but like, how did he get it? Um, how do, and then in all caps, in red lettering, <laughs> how does he know where Lindy lives? Presumably crimes. Um, interests. Anything bangable. Indeed. Um, that cake looks good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Zola seems like she's really good at cooking. Yeah, she does seem like like she's really good at cooking. It's because of all that fried chicken she made last week. Yeah, all that pissing. She's like the guy on YouTube who made artificial sweetener using his piss. That's what she was doing this whole time. Making artificial sweetener out of fried chicken. Mm-hmm. I, <sighs> I feel like I was gonna respond to one of your notes, and I don't remember what I was gonna say. Um, which note was it? I think it was the one before that one. Um... Interests anything bangable. Oh yeah, I was gonna talk about how Kyle just has no personality. Which makes him not bangable. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um stop running in the middle of the road, dumbass. This is a good point. He really needs to learn to not run in the middle of the road. Um, we hear a police siren go off after that guy gets shot, and it makes me wonder who the hell called the police. I think we're just supposed to infer that it's the type of city where you're always hearing police sirens. No. I mean, we do see police before that scene. Yeah, but when else do we hear police sirens? That is a good point. To be fair, there are only, like, three scenes that take place in the actual city. And also, like, still, who's calling the police to that? It's a gunshot going off in a big city. Mm, I don't know. I have never been in a big city for more than a couple of hours. Well... Except for when I used to go to conventions in Columbus, and I literally did not leave the hotel for four days. That was wild. Like, we drove in on Thursday, drove out on Sunday, so the first time I got to breathe outdoor air was fucking insane. (laughs) Uh, That shit was wild. Um... I wonder if he included a gift receipt with that purse, because if he did, I would actually be ecstatic. (laughs) Yeah, just return it for the cash. Yeah, I'd be ecstatic if someone got me, like, a $500 purse and included a gift receipt. I'd be like... Oh, $500. I'd be like, that is so much cocaine. That is so many magic cards. That is so much cocaine. I could buy a collector's booth. That's a decent amount of heroin. I could buy a collector box of Modern Horizons, too. Yeah. I should have asked for one of those for my birthday. I should have been like, get me a collector booster box of Modern Horizons, too. I'll sell it for more. I kind of want to get one. Then get one. You have the money. 
Um, Ugh. Facebook stalks her after getting rid of his Facebook. Yeah, that... I... Bro. Yeah, like, at Kyle. Kyle, we need to talk for a moment. I think you might have a problem with being creepy. Yeah. You know what? I... I want a sequel to Beastly, except it's a horror movie about what what happens after she breaks up with him. You've said this multiple times before. I don't think I have. You have. I don't think I have. I think this is the first time I've said this, and you just think it's something that is predictable. You talk a lot about wanting a horror movie version of Beastly, and you talk a lot about how awful Kyle is going to behave when he breaks up with Lindy. I don't think we've actually talked about that. Alright. I I just think that they could make a movie that is a sequel to Beastly about what happens after she inevitably breaks up with him for being shitty. Uh, They did. It's the remake of The Invisible Man. You should watch it. It's good. I see. Okay. Might do that. Potentially. Yeah. It stars a one guy from Hill House, the Scottish actor from Hill House. Um, I forgot his name. Actor who plays Luke. Um, my shining light is Zola walking in on Kyle with the toothbrush. What? There's a scene where Kyle's leaving gifts at Lindy's door and being a bitch. And Zola walks up, and she's brushing her teeth, and she sees him being a dumbass, and then she's like, what? Oh, yeah. And then he yells at her, and then she's like, what? Yeah. Um, Inexplicable toothbrushing in movies. <laughs> it's my new favorite thing. What's your next thing? Um, Dream SMP music video. No, thank you. He's making music now. No, thank you. I still need to watch Devil Girl from Mars. Lindy gives the only valid reaction to Will's self-introduction, which is, I feel unsafe. Yeah. Will is a little, uh... He's an interesting guy, huh? Um, yeah, he sure is. Koreans actually do say bone apple teeth, and they say exactly that. Neat. It's exactly what they say before every meal. Lindy, I can't believe you never learned that. They sit down to eat, and they all say bone apple teeth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She would know that if she wasn't lying about being fluent in Korean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, before you go to bed, let me show you my gross face. Okay, now that you've seen my gross face, you can go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I should dub over this movie. Alright, I have to go to bed now. Wait, before you go to bed, I need to show you my gross face. What? Okay, now that you've seen my gross face, you can go to bed. I see. Um, so the letter he's writing to Lindy. Mm-hmm. I, I wrote it. I wrote the letter he's writing to Lindy. Okay. Hello, Lindy. It me, Clyde, from school. You know guy who... You should date him. He hut gooby. <laughs> Considering how much school Kyle misses in this movie, that seems about the correct level of writing. Yeah. 
I Love Having a Coke with You, written by Frank O'Hara in 1960 upon a return from a trip to Spain. Yeah. Oh my god, there are so many Spanish names in that poem. I tried to read it once. It was... <laughs> um, I love having a cock with you. Huh. A very different poem. By Frank O'Hara. Also made upon return from his 1960s trip to Spain. Obviously. Um, we should stop making illiteracy jokes given that it's an actual social problem. Yeah! That's not... You shouldn't inflect that as a question. I mean, like... Adult illiteracy is like an actual problem and illiterate is not like an insult or like a joke to make. Huh. I don't actually know shit about this, so I'm just gonna not say anything. Yeah, uh, uh, adult illiteracy is an actual social problem. Huh. Chug Drug With You, Estelle featuring Hatsune Miku, cover by Lady Gaga. I hate this song so much. I love it. I love Chug Drug With You. And my final note, in the span of one scene, Zola hits Will a lot. Oh, yeah, that's uh, when they're up on the roof, right? Yeah, and they're playing black and white pip game that I'm not sure which black and white pip game it is. Um, I mean, yeah, it kind of looks like Go. It could be Othello. It could be Go. Yeah, I've never heard of Othello before. You've never heard of Othello? I mean, I've I've heard of, um... It's the game where you have black and white pips, and you try and trap your opponent's pips to turn them into your color? Yeah, I've never... Okay, it's a black and white pip game. You play it on a grid. It's kinda like... It is kinda like Go. I've also never played Go. And, like, the board they're playing on is too small to be a Go board. Understandable. But it looks like it could be an Othello board. Mm. And that's it for the notes. Oh, boy. Uh, we, like, just hit 40 minutes. So, um, oh, I should figure out what my shining light was. Huh. What was something that was actually funny to me? That is a problem. Um, I, yeah, I did kind of barely pay attention. Uh, I, I'll I'll do better next week. I promise. Um, probably something about Zola and or Will. (laughs) Um, I'm just trying to think of literally anything in this movie that's memorable. Hi, sexy. Get 10% off on your first order. Join our mailing list now. What? (laughs) Oh, I was still open to those rompers. Oh, okay. I thought it was, like, mail-order porn or something. Um, Um, I did get, I did get, um, a pop-up ad one time, though, that was, wait, stop, dad is already getting suspicious. (laughs) I should honestly just make a compilation of all of just the fuck-awful porn ads I get. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So, I think... Hmm. 
You know what? I'm actually going to give Kyle some credit this week. I I think it is actually interesting that uh, I think my shining light is the fact that he remembered from the stocking scene that she likes deli coffee and jujubes. Or jujifruits. That's right. Uh, whatever. I, I think it is actually very nice that he was able to remember something about her, which is really the bare minimum, but considering it's Kyle, the bare minimum was still a pretty high bar for him to clear. I'm proud of you, Kyle. You did it. What else do we talk about? Is there any ridiculous Magic the Gathering shit we could talk about? Um, we got a spoiler from AFR. Did we? Tasha's hideous laughter. Huh. Yeah, it looks very annoying, actually. Oh, we got Flumpf. Hmm. Um, creature, jellyfish for one and a white, zero, four, defender, flying, whenever it is dealt damage, you and target opponent each draw a card. Um... That's cool, I guess. Um, here we go. Tasha's hideous laughter. It looks very annoying. One blue, blue. Each opponent exiles cards from the top of their library until that player has exiled cards with total mana value 20 or more. Oh. Yup. That seems really annoying. Yeah. That's gonna do some shit. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to standard mill. Still. <laughs> yeah, still. Um, oh, shit. I watched a movie this week that wasn't beastly. Yeah? Yeah, so Zack Snyder has a new movie on Netflix. Okay. It's called Army of the Dead. And all I knew going into it was that it was a zombie apocalypse heist movie. And let me tell you, the phrase zombie apocalypse heist movie by Zack Snyder is exactly what I expected, and it's exactly what I got. I have no strong feelings about it. It's just living rent-free in my head right now. Which one? Army of the Dead? Yeah. Like, it, it just... It sure was a zombie apocalypse heist movie by Zack Snyder. It is exactly what I was expecting. I'd let Zack Snyder heist me. Uh... I'd let him set off 20 explosives in my butthole. Yeah, the effects were, um, gratuitous. Would you let Zack Snyder set off 20 explosives in your butthole? Let us know on Twitter at... At Into Badness. At Into Badness. No one ever tweets at us. Y'all should tweet at us more. Yeah, please tweet at Into Badness whether or not you... You know what? We'll put up a poll... We'll put up a poll on our Twitter. We'll say, would you let Zack Snyder set off 20 explosives in your butthole? Okay, then. Uh, you're going to have to remind me to do that. You're going to do it right when we're done recording. But then it'll be up like three days before the actual... Okay. Yeah, that's fine. You'll set up... Yeah. You'll, you'll, you'll set up a reminder for yourself when we're done recording. Oh, okay. You'll tell your phone to remind you. And then, like, two or three days after the episode comes out, you'll set up a Twitter poll. I see. I'll make a Twitter to vote on it. Oh, yeah, I forgot you deleted your Twitter. Yeah, I don't have a Twitter. Yeah, I had to remove you from the show notes. Yeah, it's, uh, Twitter's toxic. Most things are. 
I forgot what thing it was on Twitter that, like, made people very, very upset, but it was, like, it wasn't even related to social issues. Huh. That sounds like Twitter. I think it was... I can't even remember it, but it was just the most innocent thing ever. Hmm. And now that I'm talking about it, I just, I can't remember, and that makes me upset. Yeah. There was a post on Twitter about Bad Dragon um, normalizing zoophilia. Huh. Yeah, because they sell animal dildos. So, like, that means you want to fuck dogs. Yeah, that's definitely what that means. It was also posted by a furry. Yeah, so, like, it was posted by one of those furries who's like, you can't, you can't jack off to furry shit, otherwise you're normalizing zoophilia. Weird. Which is a really bad take, I think. Yeah. Also, you can't make jokes about hand-holding being a fetish. That's offense. That's offensive to asexuals and aromantics. Yeah, definitely. I, I for one, am very offended when people make jokes about hand-holding being a fetish. Yeah, I made a joke about hand-holding being a fetish, and then I realized that I am literally asexual Hitler. Now, is there a space between the A and sexual there? I am both asexual Hitler and asexual Hitler. Asexual, asexual Hitler, if you will. Yeah. I, I dress up in, like, gimp suits. I'm Hitler in a gimp suit, but um, I'm asexual. It's the worst thing that's been in my head in at least 40 minutes. Yeah, thanks, listeners. Um... Yeah, if you've made it this far into the episode, first of all, thank you. Second of all, check us out. We're on Patreon. Uh, it's they're not going to they're not going to give you money on Patreon after hearing Hitler. And yeah, I was too. gonna say third of all, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Do you have anything else to add? Um, don't fetishize Hitler. He's a really bad person. Yeah, don't fetishize hand holding either. It's offensive to asexuals and aromantics. Yeah. Anyway. I can't fucking get over being told that. Yeah. And it was specifically from an aromantic, and their, their, their take was, this is kind of offensive to allosexuals. Uh. And I was like... Yeah, I'm glad you're not in that server anymore. That person has really bad takes. And it seems like it was taking a real toll on your mental health. Yeah, it was. And I was like, the day when I have to worry, the day when I have to worry about shit being offensive to allosexuals. Yeah. I fucking, basically, the moral of this podcast is don't stay in toxic environments. Yeah, if you're in a toxic environment where you have to regularly lose your fucking mind and you cannot make jokes about hand-holding literally the most innocent shit ever, get out of there. Until yeah. next time, this is probably the worst episode of this podcast because we're almost approaching that halfway point where there's going to be a decrease in quality that paradoxically increases the quality of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Also, what's Lickman? Obtuse Audio.